In this week's episode, it's Pixar Fest time. Well, not yet, but there are several cool new things we've learned about the upcoming fireworks show and even more details about Pixar Pier itself. What's going on with the carousel? Are we getting new popcorn buckets? How many different churros can they possibly make? These are obviously important questions. Also, Food & Wine has begun at DCA, and Diggs has a first-hand report from the trenches. Plus, solo marketing, new film trailers, the Oscars, and more on this flyover episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh-oh! The Apprentice Lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. Hey, what's up, people? We're back. We're back and better than ever. Hey, quit well, breaking your truck. Hey, I don't know about better. <laughs> well, I am better than ever, and I'll tell you guys why in a minute. All right. But, um, yeah, my poor truck. That's not better than ever, and that's why we didn't record last week because I had no way of getting here. You know, it actually worked out though because he was almost he was dying. Oh yeah. I oh, was, were you? I was. Yeah. I, I was like, you know, when you're so sick that you're. You're, you hear yourself. Let's put it this way. I texted him on Tuesday, last Tuesday, and he didn't even know what day it was. Yeah, that's true. He said, I don't even know what day it is. I'm like, well, it's well, supposedly podcast day, but. I said, you know, if his truck's bad, let's that's fine with me because I'm not coming anyway. You know, you know when you're so sick that you're like on the couch or wherever and you start and you hear a weird sound and then you realize that you're moaning. <laughs> <laughs> whoa like, uh, whoa uh, oh my yeah i didn't re- i didn't know where the, the noise was coming from i was literally gonna be like can you turn that off <laughs> it was me well my truck wasn't making any noise so because it wasn't running right yeah. so finally got it uh taken in and um yep it was a fuel pump like i said it was and uh but it wasn't both no it was just the one inside the gas tank good well, it doesn't matter because it still cost me over seven hundred bucks to get that fixed. So because you know, they have to drop the whole tank out, I guess like a, that's an yeah. issue. That's a whole process. Probably yeah. most, it was probably mostly labor, and it's oh, dangerous. They could explode. Boom. I mean, if the guy's smoking. So anyway, other than that, yes, yeah, truck is fixed again. Again, I'm saying again. This is like, I don't know how many times it's been. So it's fixed, and um, hopefully my truck will be better than ever. I don't know. I'm still looking for a new one, so I'm on the hunt for a new truck. Might as well. Exactly. I mean, I already spent a lot of money because the last thing was uh, rebuilding my transmission. So anyway, other than that, um, I'm better than ever because I actually, on last week, I went to see my uh, diabetic specialist. 
And uh, I went to get my blood test results, and he told me that my A1C level was six. Which is like not, you're not diabetic anymore, basically. Which is normal. Right. When I was in the hospital, it was 16.8. That's Not high. even on a chart. Right. Okay, so yeah, very, very high. So yes, it was a six, and I was like, no way. And he says, yes. And uh, he says, although the blood test revealed that I am not type one, I'm still diabetic, I'm type two. I always know I've been type two, but he's making sure this is my first time going to him. He's starting my new case, you know, and trying to get me on a plan to get me off insulin. So I am type two diabetic. My A1C was six, which I was never had a six since I've been diabetic and testing my mm-hmm. A1C. The high, the lowest I've got was 7.5. And then I, you know, went up by not treating it. And um, he also said that they tested my um, my pancreas. Whoa. Which is the thing you... No, that's not the thing you're having a problem with, right? No, no, no. But my your pancreas produces insulin. Right, right, right. So they tested my pancreas to see if it's producing insulin, and it is. That's good. Yeah, so I am... I like it when my pancreas creates insulin. <laughs> so, there, so there's a way out, is what you're saying. Yes, yeah, there is a way yeah. out. Now, I know I've said this before, but cutting out all carbs and sugar for like a month or so, for me, normalized my system. I think since then I've like screwed it up again, but... It's possible to, like, trick your system out of being diabetic. Right. right. Well, he told me that I will always be diabetic. So, basically, what he was trying to tell me is don't, you know, don't think, oh, I'm going to get off of being diabetic and I'll be fine. Because you, you have to have that mentality that you're diabetic. And even if you, I'm off of insulin and I go to pills... Or maybe if I get off pills because I lose the Even weight. You did everything, yeah. You're, I'm still going to have the chance of get, going back to being a diabetic. So just he just said, do what you're doing you right now. You just can't go buck wild, basically. Right, right, like, right. As long as you change your diet to good diet, you could potentially not have to take anything. Right. But you got to stick with the good stuff, yeah, yes. which is the hard part. Yeah, but I'm doing good. And I'm, Especially when there's whoopie pies. Oh, shut up. <laughs> we'll get to some stuff like that later but yeah i mean i'm doing good I, I, I was really surprised i'm just like whoa this is so stoked after he told me and so i'm just gonna continue doing what i'm doing and uh hopefully uh we'll beat this thing beat it oh <laughs> all right so anything else going on before we start uh yeah you know what i was just looking through here and i almost forgot that we didn't have uh, we didn't talk about the oscars Oh, oh right. and, uh, so we'll just talk about the Oscars real quick. Hold on, I'm gonna, it, wait, wait, I'm gonna uh, exit the room. Are you spoiler talking about? Alert. Are you talking about Oscar the Grouch? What? It's spoiler alert. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. That was two weeks ago. I'm gonna watch it though. I'm gonna watch it on Hulu. So I just need to. <laughs> spoiler alert. Are you yeah, serious? Well, I don't want to know. It'll ruin it. Never mind. Then we won't talk about it because that's stupid. Well, I know the Disney movie. We'll just talk about the Disney movies. Well, do you think I was gonna start naming off the Best Picture and shit? All right, so at the Oscars, Coco won Best Animated Film, which is no surprise to anybody, I suppose. And then also Remember Me from Coco won Best Original Song at the Oscars. And out of the two, the most important one of those is the Oscar for Remember Me because it made Robert Lopez the first ever double EGOT in the history of anything. We've talked about EGOT before. For those who forget, EGOT is someone who has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Robert Lopez has now won two Emmys, two Grammys, 
at least or at least two Emmys, two Grammys, two Oscars, and two Tonys. Wow! So the Oscar was like the final with the, the second of two. He, he already already had an EGOT, right? But this second Oscar put him over for a basically Double. to become the first ever hey. double EGOT. Crazy, because there's at least one of those th- those that he has three of. Actually, well, I, so. I got a round of applause for this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of cool. And he won that along with his wife, Kristen Anderson Lopez. Coolness. And they had previously won for "Let It Go." I was oh, going to say that oh, right that, now. That's them. Yes, yes. Oh, they don't count. Yes, they do. But could you pick them out of a crowd? Uh, I might be able to. Really? You yeah. saw him like walking at the park. You'd yeah. Be like other than the plaid, you'd know maybe. I wasn't even thinking about plaid, but um, no, no. Well, plaid's always I mean, like an indicator. There's someone, right? I'd right. probably think it was Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> at first glance, right? I just want to say real quick about Coco. I got the video. I got uh-huh. the Blu-ray the other day. I got it in the mail because Target was all sold out of their um, special one or whatever it was. I guess the, everybody was going to Target trying to get it, and they were already sold out, and all, they were checking other stores, and they were sold out. So I said, um, why am I going to run all over Target or all over looking at different Targets when I could just go and uh, order it online? Amazon Prime? No, I oh. went to Target.com because Amazon oh. doesn't carry the Target exclusive. Oh, well, that's true. Do you have a red card? No, I don't have a red oh, card. Yeah, because if you had a red card, you get a discount and you get free shipping. Well, that's good to know. Is that I good didn't with the know that check card, red card, like the one that's hooked to your bank too, or just the just the like credit card one? I don't know. There's like two different levels. I don't know. I'm just the regular red card. Well, that's good to know. Maybe I uh, will sign up for that because I didn't even know they had that or the the free shipping. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I got it. And I still haven't watched it yet, but I will. All right. So speaking about um, Coco and um, all that Pixar stuff, we're, do- we're doing the mail now. No. Oh. We, we have um, all these announcements coming for Pixar Fest that starts on April 13th. There is a Coco announcement in there. Yeah, there Just is. A little, it's a little one. little but. Coco announcement. But hey, we have, um, we got a little, I guess, a little sneak peek of the fireworks for, what's it called? Forever, forever, forever together, together. Together forever. A Pixar spectacular. Together forever. And, uh, no, not that one. We did that last time. I know. But uh, yeah, Pixar is together forever. A Pixar nighttime spectacular. You know, I just want to say that uh, it it looks pretty cool. It was the, I heard that I had heard that the other day that they had done the projections for the first time, and uh, but the this article confirms a rumor that had been going around about the house. It was flying. It flies. Well, yeah, apparently. the up house is taking Tinkerbell's place, right? Which is strange. I thought that they would do. Like Wally and Eva, do they fly something? Well, yeah, it's, you never seen these movie. <laughs> you never seen Wally? Have you not paid attention? All the times I've said I've only seen the end. Oh, and you said it was his fat guy movie. It is. I mean, it should be your anthem. <laughs> I'll get your anthem. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll kneel for, kneel for your anthem. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so yeah, there was a so-called rumor going around that. Um, the Up House was going to be there during the um, fireworks show. and um does look pretty cool in this picture, I'll tell you what. The thing about that was funny because um, people were saying, I'm not going to name names, but someone said, oh, it's just a rumor, it's just a rumor, and I'm just like. Is this someone we know? Yes. And, and I'm just like, they just showed the commercial for it, and they showed the Up House on the commercial. Wait, after this came out, they said they were saying it was a rumor? 
Um, no, it was before that. Because there was a commercial. There was yeah. On there was another uh, Parks blog that actually had a, a little commercial that showed you the sneak peek of uh-huh. the fireworks. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, it's uh, celebrate friendship and beyond during Pixar Fest, April thirteenth through September third at Disneyland Resort, and they have a little commercial down here. Uh, I want to watch what, it. What day was that from? <laughs> that was um. On, Send me the uh, link. March eighth. Okay, yeah, because this is from March twelfth. So yeah, that's so this was four days before. before. So this came out, and then this person, when people were saying the up house is going to be there, no, that's just a rumor. And I was like, they just they just showed you this on you know just like right. So anyway, yes, the up house will be flying over Sleeping Beauty's castle, which is pretty cool. I you know what I was I never thought about that. I never thought about you know what could be. Flying and 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 um, you know, instead of having Tinkerbell, I wasn't even thinking about well, Tinkerbell flying or anything like that. First of all, the first thing I thought of was, well, they already have a Nemo, right? That right, they were they right. used for but, the sixtieth fireworks. But my point, right? Is, that I, was Nemo was on the sixtieth fireworks, right? Uh, probably yes. Yeah, yes, yes, the yes, Nemo yes, went yes, back and yes, forth. Yes, so I'm yes. like, well, they already have Nemo. Why wouldn't they just use Nemo? But my point is, I wasn't actually thinking about anything flying over. Oh. I was just thinking fireworks. You, you know, figured they weren't even going to have it then. Nemo might not even be in the fireworks. Well, I don't think about. he will be. Well, obviously, but I'm just saying that they already have that Nemo unless they sent it someplace else or it, uh, they lost it or it got destroyed. <laughs> I would have thought that they would have had it. Maybe it, it went, been... maybe went to Hong Kong. But obviously, this is way more ambitious and cooler. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> to have this that it is to see that Nemo because half the time... I couldn't even see Nemo because he was all flapping around and yeah. he was, wasn't lit up. and I think, though, that Up is one of those, like, everybody loves it, but they don't sell a lot of, you know, they, they overlook it sometimes. Yeah. But it's one of those, like, beloved, everybody loves Up. So, I mean, that's going to be pretty cool to see the house flying over. And, uh, yeah, you were saying that they uh, had the projections the other night. And I heard that Disney 366 was there at the gate. And he actually, I think he went live and was uh, recording that or, you know, filming that. I actually haven't seen it yet, and uh, it's probably not even up on the Instagram anymore. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. But I heard he was there and uh, recording that or broadcasting that on what he can see from the gate to Main Street. So that's pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, the little video they show with the little sample of the fireworks and the projections on the building is really cool. And I, I can't wait to see this show. It's going to be pretty tight. And um, hopefully uh, somebody will be there that we know can't be not getting a spot and uh, say, hey, come over here. So if anybody's going to be there early that day and going to camp out for the fireworks, let us know. And uh, we'll be oh, happy to go and watch it with you. But other than that, yeah, pretty cool. Can't wait for those fireworks. And, of course, uh, also happening that day is the return of the Pixar Play Parade over at Disneyland Park. And we talked about it before. They're going to have some new floats and actually featuring up and um, inside out. Rubier float? No, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not new there float yet. On no, no, no. The... The, the, the Pixar play parade. Yeah, there'll be some new floats Ooh. on that parade. Maybe they're taking out the Incredibles float since they're adding it to the paint the night. That's interesting. I mean, I, I get, I get it. Maybe not. I'm just saying. No, they have to take something out to add. I think three of them. I said either two or three floats. So I, I, I mean, I know for sure there's two. Didn't we already see them? Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't remember. I just remember the up, and I remember the um, inside out, inside out. Yeah, and something. 
So I'm just saying that. Was it Dory? Nemo? Dory? No, I don't know. But I'm just saying they have to maybe take something out and, uh, yeah, I mean, that could be. Well, yeah, uh, taking out the, because that's the Incredibles is a huge flow. You can actually fit two smaller floats into the space that that one takes up. So, but we'll see about that. But yeah, so don't forget you have that going on too. Now, over at DCA for Pixar Fest, we've been talking about what we th- were thinking. Well, first of all, uh, King Titans Carousel is now closed. And we've been talking about what we, we thought it was going to be reimagined into. And, and we well, were, we were all wrong. We were all wrong. Because it is going to become Jesse's Critter Carousel. And for some reason, it's going to be so fancy and rune tootin' that it's not going to open until 2019. Yep. Rootin' tootin'. It's going to be so fancy rootin' tootin'. There's going to be so much rootin' and it, so much tootin'. Well, they can't start the tootin' until 2019. Yeah, well, it'll give them time to put in some fans. <laughs> so yes, they inspired by Jesse's Wilderness Friends in the Woody's Roundup television show from Toy Story 2. The newly imagined attraction is a classic boardwalk carousel with whimsical spin. Saddle up on one of 56 adorable friends, choosing from turtle, snake, buzzard, armadillo, bunny, deer, raccoons, ram, skunk, and two cozy logs. Oh, my. Inhabited by a family of owls. Who? Now, wouldn't it, I was looking at this. So I'm and... going to guess that the logs are bench seats. Yeah. And the owls are going to be coming out. But I, I looked at this, and I first thought, geez, there's so many small toys in the Toy Story lineup, right? Little stuff like blocks and... Uh, there's just tons of stuff in the in the toy bin, so to speak, in the Toy Story world. They could have just put all those things as the you know the the B characters or whatever, the ones that had one or two lines in the movie or something, and they just have well, no other representation. Well, instead, they're giving all the B animals. But the animals, I don't know. Anyway, it was I seem like the it seems to me like a little bit of a missed opportunity. They have all these B characters from the movie. Some of them people really like. I can't think of any right now because I haven't watched it in a while, but. I agree, know, I agree. They, they could have put those characters They're really in the trying thing. to celebrate all things Pixar. They could have, yeah. They could have included... You know what they could have done? What actually would have been a good idea? Established characters. The short carousel. All things from shorts. Oh! See? Like, the, do- like thing, the dog right? from Feast. Right. Or the birds. Or maybe that paper airplane. Or the paper airplane guy, or... It'd be cool to ride the paper airplane. I would love to see it. I would love to see some uh, attraction that's based around all the shorts. I would love to see you riding a paper airplane. <laughs> like a real one or like one that's plastic and looks like a paper airplane? Okay, then. <laughs> now, in addition to that, which, as I said, opens in 2019, so you'll have to wait on that one. But when Pixar Pier does open on June 23rd, there will be some... New treat places, I guess you can say. The uh, old ice cream, because this, this is the old ice cream, right? Yeah. It's going to become the abominable slash adorable snowman frosted treats. So it's the abominable snowman, but they've crossed out abominable and written adorable. because yes. he Because he's not really scary. Right. Yeah. And uh, that will be taking place of the ice cream place. That is the, of course, the abominable snowman from Monsters Inc. Right. Now, keep before you get excited. They just serve a swirl here. It's like McDonald's soft serve. 
So they're but, not going to be going back to selling the good stuff like they were selling before. They're not going to have... Well, a long time ago they had scooped ice cream, but then they changed it. I well, think right. it's because the line would get too long, they would just do... Yeah, but just, they were still doing root beer floats and stuff. They so. had scooped ice cream there? A very, when the park opened. I thought they just had the squirrel with the, with the cherry and the orange and the grape and the blueberry... The swirls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they've had most recently. No. No? No. What did they have? They had those in the beginning. Oh. It was, a, it was always soft serve, but then they had the swirls. They had different flavors. I don't think it was hand scooped. Hmm. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. And then they had, then they went it's to entirely the, possible. Well, because there was already the ice cream place that was inside of the train when it opened. So why would you oh, have that's two places I, with, uh, with hand scooped? Well, they are a distance away, but yeah. Yeah. But they, it's not it's not Starbucks. I think that because of the line in that location, and there was no there's no shade over there, right? That they have, they were like, oh, let's why you just gotta do, throw shade? Well, you gotta throw well, shade. There's shade a shade. A little, well, <laughs> if the for about on, two people, if the sun's on that yeah. side, maybe. <laughs> now, also over in the Toy Story neighborhood of Pixar Pier, big appetites and small fries alike. That's a bad joke. They're stupid. Will love the poultry palace. Now it doesn't look it's not doesn't look like the poultry palace from Toy Story. Because this is from the uh those of you that remember the Pixar short, I have actually seen this one, believe it or not. The Pixar short Toy Story Tune Small Fry. The one where they're where it's the little Happy Meal toys of Buzz, right? right. And he's there they have the little support group inside and right, right? For Happy that Meal one. toys, yeah. Yes. Uh, the it doesn't look like the actual poultry palace, but it looks like the poultry palace Happy Meal. So it's a little hut that's shaped like an actual Happy Meal box. It's really cool looking. You notice that outside the ha- outside of the uh, the place, there's actually a Happy Meal sized <laughs> Zerg that you can point uh, pose with. That's kind of cool. But it looks like well, the whole the whole building is shaped like a Happy Meal. Basically. Right? Yeah. Is the is so are, is the Toy Story neighborhood? Is it going to be all everything? Is going to be like being in Bugs Land, where everything's shrunk down size? Or I mean, it'd be cool if there was some of that, but I don't think it's a complete shrink. Because obviously, with this, with the with the Happy Meal thing, that's kind of that. Well, maybe they're maybe you're going to be at scale with of, the Zerg Happy Meal toy. Well, what what with the Mr. Potato Head in front of in front of what should we call it? Uh, toy Story, right? That's another example. He's really big. Oh, right. So maybe they're playing off that whole you're small thing. So it looks like it's going to be, that's going to be where the Don Thomas turkey legs. Okay. And then finally, oh, not finally. Senor Buzz Churros. (laughs) I like this, actually. Senor Buzz. Here is un churro, it says. Stop by Senor Buzz Churros, where Buzz is switched into Spanish mode uh-huh. to offer this quintessential Disneyland resort treat. Is that from the movie? Or yes. Is, okay, as long as that's something. Because otherwise it seems really stupid. Yeah. If it's no, not from, I, I, hope, got, I was he, like, this better be from the movie or is this racist? He had the, the mode. You know how you have uh, like display mode? Okay, on right. It was switched over to Spanish. Which, which one was that in? Uh... It was, in, it was either two or three. If it was in three, that's why I don't remember. Okay, so I was probably on three. So, yeah, so that's obviously going to take the place of one of the churro stands. So it's basically just a churro stand. Nothing really special about that, I guess. <laughs> this last <laughs> one is I like it. probably my favorite. 
Yeah. For two reasons. Well, three reasons. Uh, further down Pixar Pier, which obviously, if you guys remember where the hot dog stand was, the hot dog stand will become Angry Dogs. They will be serving up some hot items because it is in, uh, a, uh, let's just say anger from Inside Out is there, and he's mad. Yeah, he is. He is burning those hot dogs up. What's well, that's near where the Inside Out attraction is going to be, right? Yeah, that's further down. Not quite this that where, far. This though, is where the hot dog hut is, which is around where it's right next to the churros. Right, but okay. before you get to the entrance to the fun wheel, right? Right. So it's not yes. quite as no. far down as still, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a bit away from where the Inside Out ride is, but. I mean, they're just taking the existing food places and they're retheming them. Right. The one that's getting them probably the what seems like the most extreme makeover is the uh, the chicken place, which is going to get this full facade added to it. But I mean, the the angry dog sounds like they're still going to have the same or similar menu. Right. I mean, they're just adding this picture of a hot dog with angry dogs and then anger. Right. So, uh, but I just want to talk about my favorite thing from this uh, picture is this this right here. Like the dro- the drooling kid. <laughs> this weird, creepy kid with this big old hot dog and all kinds of. He looks like he has. Uh, there's some uh, drool. There looks like he's drooling, and but he looks like he's he's got. There's some caterpillars or something on his hot dog. Oh, that's even better. It looks like jalapenos. Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. That's what it looks like to me. It, I guess it could be. But that kid is creepy, and uh, he disturbs me. All right, so a lot of this information has been coming out of what was called the Pixar in the Parks Media Preview event this past weekend at Walt Disney Imagineering in Glendale. One more uh, time, uh, no invite. I know, right? So we'll be talking about some of the other things that were discussed at that in a, in a little bit. But first, one of the things that actually wasn't really, kind of just came out of it from people that were there, was that we've been talking about how the Luxo Junior Lamp is not going to be on top of the Pixar Pier sign. When it opens on June 23rd, that it'll be coming at a later time. And we were speculating all sorts of things that he was having marital trouble and he can't get over there. He's helping out with construction or whatever reasons. <laughs> but uh, we've gotten confirmation that the reason he's not going to be joining right away on June 23rd is because apparently he has yet to be animated. Oh, they haven't drawn, drawn him yet. They haven't drawn him yet. Oh, yeah, okay. apparently he hasn't even been drawn. Which, wait, the, the lamp has not been drawn? Let me get to my joke. Okay. Let me get to the punchline. So it was uh, confirmed by let's it was let slip as the term goes by Imagineer Jeffrey Shaver Moskowitz, which makes me think of American Tale for some reason. Not for some reason, because of his name. He let it slip in which he said the first neighborhood you come to in you come into is almost like our main street. There will be this beautiful new marquee to welcome you there. We've got our Pixar lamp, who's not going to make it opening day, but he's going to be joining shortly thereafter, doing a little bit of animation, watching our guests come into the land. Super adorable. So I think that means it's pretty obvious that basically the uh, the Luxo Junior lamp that's going to be on top of the sign is going to be animatronic. Oh. He's going to move. He's going to be like, say, like the buzzard at Clump 33. The, the thing or like turn the, and look at you right. or something, yeah. He's going to be sitting there moving his head around watching people coming into the land. I don't know if there's going to be any other kind of interaction than that, obviously, but uh, I don't know if... Uh, I never saw that short. Does look, does the lamp talk? No. So, I mean, the lamp's not going to sit up there and talk to you like uh, 
say a bird would. Because then there used to be a bird at uh, that used to talk to you uh, outside of uh, Tiki Room, right? At one time, probably. Yeah, it, it sounds familiar. I can't remember. I mean, I mean, the buzzard never talked to you at uh, did the buzzard. The buzzard didn't talk at Club Thirty Three, right? It just kind of looks at you and moves around. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. No, it talks because it? Stephen Stan's oh. the voice of the buzzard. So hey, on the buzzard talks. Yeah, so the yeah, the buzzard at uh, Club Thirty Three talks. So it's going to be probably something similar to that, but it's not going to talk. It's just going to look around. But that definitely explains why it's not going to be there right away because they're still working on that. I mean, it would make sense if just like the the arm, you know, the head head arm, whatever you call it, moves to look around, or and the light may go on and off yeah. to maybe. Go off and then shine on somebody and then turn the light on and spotlight. I mean, that them sounds really cool in the dark. Or I'm glad that it'll be there working for three months and then never work again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it'll be like the Jeep gag in Jurassic Park at Universal. Um, I don't remember that one, but sure. Probably because it wasn't working when you went on Jurassic Park. Or have you never been on Jurassic Park? I, I have. I just don't remember what you're talking about. Because it wasn't working, probably. Probably. <laughs> so the mystery of Luxo Junior being missing for the opening is solved. That's what's going on. Yeah. I had my money on that marital trouble thing, but <laughs> I got lost. In space? Yeah. All right, so also, of course, coming along with this is uh, merchandise. Naturally. Woo! Pixar Fest merchandise, and of course, they're going to have T-shirts, hats. I believe there will be an annual pass holder, probably t shirt so yeah, we'll have all those the merchandise, of course, and um, I see that uh, Loungefly is creating a special Pixar Fest leather tote. Really? Yeah, it says right here. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. I'm just going through these pictures. I guess that were from Inside the Magic Endor D23. I'm not sure where it came from, but yeah, they have um, looks like cards or something like um, it looks like uh, what do you call it a greeting card type of thing. Mm. That's what it looks like, and it has a uh, matered and um. Lightning McQueen on it, and it has a Ratatouille one, says Delicious Friendship. The Mater one, and uh, Lightning McQueen says High Octane Friendship. And then we have uh, one that says Friendship is Boo-tiful. Oh, my. As in Boo from uh, Monsters, Inc. So it has a Sully and Boo on there. So, yeah, it says a, uh, actually, this is, it does say Pixar Fast, Celebrating Friendship and Beyond. And there's uh this one has a puzzle as a magnet and it has a puzzle pieces different Pixar characters that's one of the other things are are that they're going to be selling. One of my favorite things before we get besides the things in the food section is the uh, the tumbler. Yes, I was just about to get to that one. And there's a uh, is there three different ones or something? I only know of the one and the one with the claw and the alien. Okay. Oh well, yeah. They're now. Right. My opinion of this is that they've repurposed well, all of the unused. No, 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 no. No, it's no, a completely no, different no, design. No, no, no. It's no. along the same order. It uses so the same mechanism it, it, in the top. This yeah. is the same as uh, the Beauty and the Beast uh, tumbler cup thing. I'm a Bob. That's, that's what I was saying. And yeah. but they're, no, they didn't go take them out and repurpose them. They make no. brand new ones, and because they actually have one going on. For the flower thing going on at um, right, Epcot. the mold would be this. Yeah, but uh, the base mold would. They be didn't the get same. the ones that didn't sell. And no, go and <laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. Them. I meant that 
they potentially they had a large order in China, and then they realized these things weren't going to sell anymore, and they said, oh, you know what? Instead of doing the rose, let's do this little guy and put a different decal on it. I don't think so. No. I it's completely all, different. Yeah, this is all new. You can tell by looking. Have you seen the picture of it? Yeah, everything's the same except for the little guy and the decal. No, it's there's the a same. claw coming down. I didn't see a claw. Oh, see, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, that's I know, I nothing like the... I thought that it was only the little guy and the decal that was... Too, but the claw thing's pretty no, cool. No, the claw's coming down from where the uh, the light was is on the lid. I think maybe the straw is like part of the straw, or the the claws part of the straw or something. Hmm. I'm sure everyone will want one. Oh yeah, and there'll be like huge lines that it, nobody can get one for the first. Like, oh two yeah, months, yeah, yeah. And then now the other one, real quick. Well, this isn't being so far. This isn't being advertised as that it's going to be in a restaurant or in a food setting, like what the rose. They all are. Was, so we'll see. Well, real quick, the other items. one is the actual Dory and Nemo. One. Oh, so there is another oh, one. I haven't yeah. seen that one. They're the same thing in the same tumbler, but those are on the bottom. Okay, those I, I haven't seen those. Oh, see the hmm, even the the very top of the cup where the light is on the I can't see on the the Nemo, but on the Dory one, it's like inside out. Look, the the other one went up oh. and you had a button. This one's like inside. So you're trying to say this is an any? It's an any instead of an Audi, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> I prefer innies, just so we know. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, those are three tumblers now that are just like the Beauty and the Beast Rose Cup. And, yeah, those are going to be the high, uh, hot items to get. All right, so we go ahead and uh, get over to the popcorn bucket, which we actually, I told you. What we, did I we tell ta- you? We did talk about But this, did I so. tell you it was coming? You did. I did. Yeah. I tell you, wait till Pixar Fest and it well, will and be it here. Made, it made sense. When you said that, I was like, okay, he's... 99% correct because usually the popcorn buckets come here first and then they go to Hong Kong. You would think that Hong Kong would get like Tokyo buckets because it's a lot closer, but no, they get the same ones that we do here and always have. It's just usually comes here and then goes there. Like we have so the real Dumbo, quick, let's, let's just say Dumbo. what we're talking about is Solly. The Solly bucket. Solly yeah. popcorn bucket will be coming here for Pixar Fest. And he's super cool and like square edge looking. Yeah, like, it looks really it cool. It looks neat. He's got. He's got like spikes on his back that poke out. Whoa, it's pretty neat looking. It'll poke you. Uh, the base is the only thing that I thought was a little weird, but they have to have some kind of base, right? Or maybe he'll just tumble over. But what's neat and we didn't know about was that with the Solly bucket, I mean, not in the same purchase, but in addition to Solly, right. there's a Mike Wazowski sipper, so you can get the sipper and the popcorn bucket, and then. Well, I actually knew about that, too. Well. I just didn't bring that up. you didn't say anything. Because you were talking about popcorn buckets at the time <laughs> and not sipper cups. But I did get word of these two coming for Pixar Fest. That's pretty cool. That's why I told you, just wait. Don't try to go to Hong Kong or try to find someone to buy it for you and pay the shipping. Just wait till we get it I here. I did. I had a lady message, Elizabeth and I, the other day for the um, the Mike Wazowski and the the tumbler, oh. one oh. of the tumblers. And I was like, oh, you know, the the um, Sully is coming from Hong Kong. And she goes, oh, I already ordered it from there and overpaid for shipping. Like, all right, well, next time just wait a little bit. So, yes, we have the Sully popcorn bucket that's going to be available at every popcorn location in the Disneyland Resort. That's what it says. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. Well, that's better than the... Um, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, what's his name? 
Oogie Boogie. The Oogie that you can yeah. only get in two locations in the park or something. And uh, then we have Mike Wazowski's Sipper, which is really cool. I like that one. I want both. Well, yeah, because then you can stick them on the shelf together or whatever. Right. Yeah, we don't have any details on where those are going to be yet, really. We'll, once we get more details on everything, we will be able to tell you. Well, the 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 Mike Wazowski Sipper will be, it says here, Disney California Adventure Park Quick Service Restaurants. Right. So, like, um, Smoke Jumpers and Award Wieners. And, right. And over the Paradise Garden Grill. So, stuff like that. So that's where you get those, and then, like I said, Sully is all over the park. And he is a, but we don't know if any of that stuff is going to be at Disneyland. Well, also. well, it's yeah, all it's going to be everywhere. No, I'm just saying right here it does say that Sully Popcorn Bug will be at all Disneyland Resort popcorn carts. So Disneyland Resort, so yeah, yeah so, so it's going to be at all popcorn bug carts at both parks, right? And the Sully are the Mike only over at Del California Adventure at the okay, so that at least they're specifying that, right? Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Then I guess it's time for Fat Time in the Parks. And we're going to uh, talk about some fat food that they're going to offer for all this Pixar Fest. And... Besides popcorn and drink, of yes. course. Yes. Now, this isn't a complete list from what I figure because it's only in... because of the amount of movies that it's only including. Because this is only. So there's going to be food items inspired by. Pixar movies. So first they have Up. And now see, a lot of this stuff is actually only at Disneyland, so that's how you know that there's going to be lots of more stuff because it's going to be over at DCA Is that well. Italian? Lots of more? Lots, lots of more. Lots of more, lots of more. Or I was thinking about that uh, episode of Phoenix and Fur where with the, all of the Doofus merch, he's like, lots oh, of me. Okay. So over at the Carnation, well, which of course, you know, Carnation... You know if it's going to be at the Carnation, you know it's going to be good. Even if it is a fried bologna sandwich. Or is that bologna? It says bl- it's bologna. Which is how you spell bologna. Yes. And bologna. Unless you spell bologna with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, it, what is that other word? Fried? Oh, that, oh that's just... Uh, fried oh, bologna, oh, bologna I, I, I get sandwich. It. No, I get it. It's the, their, uh, Carl's name. That's how they're putting it together. Is it? Yes, yeah. Why, what's the other name? No, because it says fried risk in bologna sandwich. Oh, is that what it says? It yeah. doesn't say that here. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the blog. Okay. So yeah, that's what it says. Oh, no, that's what I'm looking at. My bologna. Apparently it's called the Friedrichsen bologna sandwich, and of course his name is Carl Fredrickson. Right. So it's Friedrichsen, yeah. And then... Did of you see the picture eat... of that? No, I, I did not. I, I saw the picture of it, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big fan of bologna. I am. I mean, it's at Carnation, I though, mean, so it's got to be... I wonder if it's like all thick-cut bologna or... I'm not a, a fan of bologna, but fried bologna, I, I love it. thick-cut. Yeah. I just want to know what, what else... Oh. That's what I want to know, too. And see, this says Fredrickson TV dinner, and yet it doesn't say that on the on this. So, uh, also at Carnation is going to be the apparently the Fredrickson pork chop TV dinner because Ooh. you know they eat TV dinners. Will it be served in a like aluminum tray? I don't know. It's Carnation, so who knows? Probably not. 
Over at Jolly Holiday, there will be the Up Merit Badge Eclair. Ooh. And then all and then at the cappuccino cart will be a Nutella pastry with chocolate, Fredrickson, house, and balloons. Interesting. This cappuccino cart, that's where the donuts usually are, right? Yes. So it's going to be some sort of large Nutella pastry that's going to look like the Fredrickson house with balloons. That's yeah. going to be, I don't know. Interesting. They're not very, since it was just a sneak peek, they're not as specific with this stuff as what they usually are. So now uh, moving on to Toy Story and one of my favorite things is going to be over at Golden Horseshoe, and it's going to be a root beer float served in a souvenir Woody's boot. Rootin' tootin' root beer floatin' bootin'. Yes. Whoa. Is it, is, it a so, is it a chocolate boot or just a plastic boot? It's a plastic, plastic. boot. Gotcha. So I'm wondering, first of all, whether the boot is going to be used for other things, if this is the only place you're going to be able to get the boot, or if the boot's also going to be, uh, you're going to be able to get something in the boot over at uh, DCA, I'm gonna give you the boot. Uh, I'll tell you what a boot. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you're not Canadian. That, it's likely that they'll have it at the other boot serving type locations, right? Especially if they don't serve a lot at the Golden Horseshoe. I'm sure it's gonna be one of those things that I'm it's supposed to be there, but right. it'll be another spot. Because I'm wondering, first of all, will it? Because uh, the the former ice cream place uh, at the pier had used to have rubber floats, so I'm wondering if when on June in June when Pixar Pier opens, well the uh, the adorable snowman place will have it probably, huh? And then whether like, uh, whether um, Clarabelle's will have it, right? So or well, whether they might choose to stick 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 something else in Woody's boot. Whoa, like a snake? Yeah, like maybe like, like a, a snake. snake. There's a snake in my boot. I mean, they could they could have it over at uh, Word Wieners and they could put a sausage in there and uh, a sausage snake in my boot. <laughs> Now, uh, what they do with these things normally is they order a trial amount. You know, they'll order 2,000 of them or 3,000, whatever it is, 10,000. And then they see how quickly they sell, and that determines how many more they order. That's what. That's why we all stood in line forever for the original rose tumbler, right? The, right. Ro- the, the rose. I could see, I could see this cut. boot being something more like that where they're not going to order enough. Right. Unlike the popcorn buckets, which they should order a plenty because they should know by now. They should. But I could see the boot being something that they're not going to order a lot of, especially if it's only for specific, you know, boot items. But, uh, and my only other comment about the boot is the other than the fact that I, I don't know if I want it or not. I mean, it's just a boot, but, uh, is, oh, is Annie's name on the bottom? That's if Annie's name's not on the bottom. I don't want nothing to do with it. If yeah. Andy's name's not on the bottom, somebody screwed up and should lose their job. Right. I'm just gonna say that I uh, that would probably probably be the last thing I would get is the boot. Right. Yeah. Because someone no, else gives me the boot. Because you're looking for a snake and there's no snake. Because no. what I would much rather get, and I know you agree with me, is the next thing on the list. Even though you don't get anything free with it, and that's the berry funnel cake. Mm. Of course, from Stage Door Cafe. That is going to be one of their regular funnel cakes topped with blueberries, strawberries, chocolate cookie crumbles, creme anglaise, white chocolate, and gold-dusted whipped cream. 
Now, um, now is that only going to be? Is that uh, sort of? Do I have to ask for the gold dust on the side? Probably. If I get the whipped cream on the probably. side. Probably. Now this one is actually named after Jesse's. Jesse's berries. Jubilee. Okay. Jesse's Jesse's berry jubilee funnel cake. Now, what do you think about that one? The only difference really between that one and what they normally serve is obviously the strawberries. The I mean, they usually have strawberries, right? Yeah. They don't usually have blueberries. No. Chocolate cookie crumbles they usually have. Yeah. Creme anglaise, no. No. Chocolate white chocolate and gold dust. Not the wrestler. Oh, okay. So would you try this one? Yes. Naturally. Yes. Now, uh, the next one, which is the one he's probably extremely excited about, (laughs) maybe, I don't know, there might be some kinks in here, and that is over at Hungry Bear, who, of course, is also known for funnel cakes, and they will be having the strawberry funnel cake, which has strawberry cherry topping, strawberry butter. Strawberry cherry? Strawberry cherry. They don't usually mix those things. No. Strawberry butter and streusel. I like streusel. With a spiced... Syrup drizzle. So what do you say? If somebody got it, I'll try it. Because you're not sure about the cherry. Because he only no, wants a, he only I'm not wants sure a about the spice drizzle. Oh, I like cherry. I but you'd cherry. only want really a couple bites. You're not trying to eat one. No, 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 exactly. But this one actually is themed to Lotso. It's Lotso Straw Bear. Oh, okay. It's Lotso. Bear. It's, it's Lotso Straw Bear. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and is the next thing also lots of yes, it's lots of strawberry churro, churro, which will be available at the Tomorrowland churro cart. Yeah. So the strawberry churro, you'll definitely be trying him. Will you or will you wait for somebody to try that also? Uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's just gonna be the usual. Yeah, it's the same stuff we were. Uh, what is the strawberry quick on the churro? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now next. Speaking of cocoa, we're moving on to the one so far the so far the one cocoa item, and that is going to be a cocoa churro. That is going to be coconut, uh, coconut, chocolate, chocolate and vanilla bean dust and salted cinnamon sugar served with a spiced Mexican chocolate dipping sauce, and that's going to be available at the Frontierland. But this is one of. Churro this is one of like three or four churros they're doing. Special one churros. One of at least two. Yeah. That we know about. It's right above that one. What's it what's it say? There's a uh We just said it. We just said it. Oh. The strawberry churro. We already said that. Oh, I thought that was the the funnel cake. No, we finished the funnel cake. Now does that have any special name or is it just says just says it's cocoa, cocoa churro? churro. Cocoa churro, okay. And we like you... cocoa like cocoa pebbles? No, like cocoa the movie. I know. I like cocoa pebbles. Now, uh, would you try this one? I wouldn't try the sauce. Yeah, the is it going to be probably that spice, the gross like that crap that's on those candies that I that nobody that I like. Probably, I yeah. Like. I, I wouldn't want the sauce. Yeah, but the chocolate and vanilla bean dust. That sounds good. So, and then in addition to the, of course, we mentioned the Soli Pachamork. Popcorn bucket and the Mike Wazowski sipper. They will have, of course, over at the Pacific Wharf Cafe. They will have Mike Wazowski bread. Yes, break so some bread looks with like him. Like a big old Mike Wazowski head. Right. Break bread with him and then eat him. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, they that is just a sampling. Of course, when we get closer to April thirteenth, 
So probably sometime in the next month, we will definitely, well, definitely in the next month. All right, real quick, those uh, Nemo and Dory tumblers that we were talking about, it says here that they will be available in DCA at the Pacific Wharf Cafe and Disneyland at Hungry Bear, Plaza Inn, Galactic Grill, uh, Ship to Shore, Fantasyland Fruit Cart Lemonade slash Lemonade, uh, Goofy's Frozen Treats, and uh, Small World Lemonade and Tomorrowland Frozen Lemonade. So, so those most of the stands in the park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I found what I was looking for. There's a Pop Sugar article that says, you won't believe what Disneyland is planning to do with churros. Um, it goes on to talk about how there is a the strawberry churro, the cocoa churro, and then there was another one on here that I read this before. Maybe not. No, there was supposed to be like a, oh, a multicolored fruity churro with lemon sugar, nicknamed the Snipe, will honor Up's Bold Bird Kevin. That's the third one that I was thinking of. That must have been mentioned at the uh, thing, but nobody... It nobody cared to report on it except for these guys. I guess. Yeah. We yeah. talked about the abominable snowman treats earlier. Apparently they're getting a, what this article is calling a lemon dole whip, even though it's not dole unless it's pineapple, but... No. Dole makes lemonade and oh. orange juice and stuff. Well, this... Uh, this article says that they're getting a, what is this on? Elite Daily. They're saying that they're getting, that specific location's getting a lemon Dole Whip. All right, so of course, other than all the churros and funnel cakes, you you know, you're going to have treats. Like, I'm pretty sure they'll have some marshmallow wands. And over here, I see this picture of uh, the famous Pixar ball as a, it's a um, apple. So a gourmet apple with the, that looks like the Pixar ball, so that's going to be pretty cool. And, of course, you're going to have all different types of treats like that going around. Probably cupcakes, ooh, cupcakes, and other types of treats in the park. So that's another thing to look forward to. Uh, real quick, because um, it's something I forgot that uh, I just want to back up real quick to the regular Pixar pier going on, that uh, it was announced that Edna Mode meet and greet would be coming to yeah, I saw that Pixar pier. Somewhere. I guess they had announced it officially for Florida, but then Inside the Magic announced that it was also announced for Disneyland. I, didn't, oh. I couldn't find where they found that out, but okay, I guess it had officially been announced for Florida. Interesting. I guess She's the, from The Incredibles, yes. right? Yeah. It might have been mentioned at that press event. Probably. There seems to be a lot of stuff that people didn't report on. All right, so moving on over to uh, the Food and Wine Festival. I had the chance to go over there and try some treats out. Uh-oh. It was pretty... Whoopie pie? No, I didn't have the chocolate bourbon whoopie pie. That's next on the list. But I did have the Watsonville strawberry pie from the strawberry patch. And um, all I got to say is those strawberries were awesome because they just... They looked really fresh. That's good. You know how you get something strawberry and they're like, oh, wilted or whatever. They just, yeah, it's a... You can tell. Yes. These strawberries looked really good. I mean, I, we were trying to figure out what Watsonville was and finally figured out Watsonville is where the strawberry farms are up in Northern California. Well, they're and, not down here anymore. No, <laughs> no, they're not here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, I tried that and it's really good. It has a uh, custard filling on the bottom. Ooh, I like custard. And uh, I, I still don't know what these little crumbles are on, on the side of the pie. I, I'm not sure what they are. They weren't nuts. I, I don't know what Crispies they... Crispies of sort, some sort? They were kind of soft when you ate them, and 
I don't know what they were. They didn't taste all that great to me. I could, so they weren't nuts? No. Oh, nuts. I like nuts. Because the thing, first thing I thought of was it reminded me of on those, uh, what's that, the crumb, the crumb uh, donuts, bowl. the crumb, crumb hostess bowl. donuts. Crumble. There you go. That's what it tasted like. It's That's coconut then. Okay. Because that's coconut. And it's about one of the only th- times I'll eat coconut is on those crumbles. I, I agree with you. I didn't cakes. know. I did not know those were coconuts. Crumb donuts, yeah, crumb oh, donuts. That's right. Those little white pieces that look right. exactly like that. That's on what crumb, that is. Crumb then. donuts. It's coconut. Because I was eating it, and I was like, "This tastes familiar," but I couldn't think of what it was. So yeah, I guess that's what it is. I can do without them, but it was really good. I recommend them. I uh, will have it again. Was there a crust underneath? Yes. It's I a, thought maybe it was part of the crust. I thought so too, but yeah, there was a crust underneath, custard filling, the strawberries on top, which I got some nice looking strawberries, and um, coconut stuff on the side. Really good. Uh, it was five dollars for this. I will definitely try it again. Uh, the next thing I got, actually, I shared because you know we're not trying to eat all this stuff. Strawberries, I'm going to eat, so I'm not sharing my strawberries with anybody. But the next thing I got was that vanilla ice cream. Uh, what do you call it? It's the orange vanilla cream float with whipped cream. And uh, it has um, the ice cream and then it has a straw or has a orange soda and also has a uh, little pound cake pieces in there. Really good. I really enjoyed that one. That one's $6. And that's over there at Cluck a Doodle Moo. So Bless you. <laughs> Cluck a Doodle Moo. So, I mean, it was really good. I uh, I like that one, too, and I, I would definitely share one of those again if I had the chance. But, yeah, and the next on the list is the chocolate bourbon whoopie pie. I want to try that, see what that tastes like. But uh, so far, those are the only two food items I I got to try there at Food & Wine. I was surprised I got to go to Food & Wine because I wasn't expecting my truck to be ready anytime soon. But luckily it was, and I got to go over there and try that. Now, we were talking about last time about the Sip and Saver Pass and how it looked like the the AP buttons that they were going to be giving out at the booths were the same plain old colored ones that they had been giving out. Uh, upon further inspection on a, on a better photo, it appears that they are not the same plain old colored buttons. They actually have uh, silhouettes of food behind the AP the, that are the same as the silhouettes of food, the, the little... Draw, white uh, drawings or food that are on the sip and savor pass themselves Ooh. itself. So they are not, yeah, they are not the same as uh, what was before. So that is at least a good thing. All right, now that, if you're done with that, I'm going to back it up real fast. Back, back it to, up. Uh, Pixar Fest because I do have some more info that uh, I can confirm Tim's multicolored fruity churro with lemon sugar mm-hmm. because it is mentioned right here on this placard as being up themed. There's no picture of it. There's a picture of pizza, and that's definitely not a churro. So, I just found another another whole slew of photos with Pixar Fest items as well. There's a there's a Luxo Ball cake. Yes, uh, you're talking about this. <laughs> this looks really good too. <laughs> and then also there is a what's called I don't know where these are going to be. They might be at. I'm going to say that they're either going to be at probably at the new hot dog place when it opens. But until then, they might be at. Uh, Award winners, and that is the Jack Jack Cheese Dogs. I was going to wonder. That looks like a corn dog, right? Yeah. But what are you dipping it in? There's a dipping sauce there, and I don't know what I don't it know. Is. It looks like barbecue sauce, but I doubt very Maybe much. Maybe this is going to be at the Corn Dog Castle. That'd be nice. Since it's deep fried. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, true. Yeah. 
But I, I want to know what's the difference between because it's Jack Jack. So it's a it's Jack like, Jack Cheese then. Yes. So I'm saying it wrong. It's Jack Jack Cheese right. dogs. So it's probably a hot dog with cheese in it. Or maybe just Jack Cheese instead of the cheddar cheese they have at uh, Corn Dog Castle. So you think maybe it's just a cheese stick then, not a dog? Yeah, but they call them cheese dogs. I don't know. Maybe it has cheese in the dog. I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah. Just just under this, there's an image that says uh, Cove Bar. Which means that this is stuff that's going to be at the Lamplight Lounge. Then. Yeah, it says eggs and toast, which is deviled eggs with creamy egg salad, uh, taramanga romesco sauce, manchango crisp, dill, and toast points. Uh, it looks like deviled eggs, basically, with some extra stuff and pieces of toast. And then just underneath that, the tuna poke. Yellowfin tuna oh. pokey, rice bowl with magic watermelon edamame, and so on and so on. Does that come with magical water? Um, I don't know. Only then, if we get it from Whitewater Snacks. I have some in my backpack, actually. The image underneath says ratatouille three-course dinner. I'm assuming that this is at a... Yeah, he had mentioned the ratatouille three-course okay. dinner, and we do have a confirmation of what that includes. There's also a Jesse's Berry Jubilee funnel cake. Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Yeah. I see the boot here, and then these we haven't. We... Uh, just real quick, the Ratatouille three-course dinner. It doesn't say where it's going to be. It must be someplace fancy, though, because it will include, it will be a charcuterie plate starter. It will have a specialty cheese flight. Of course, a shrimp Ratatouille Bialdi. Bial- Bial- and then, oh, thank you. And then berry stuffed beignets dessert. Oh, I like beignets. And then you get for free, you get a souvenir spoon straw. Oh, with cool. uh, what's his face, Remy? They have stuff similar to that in Paris that they do the the straws that like screw on to any drink or whatever. All right, so yeah, a lot of stuff coming, a lot of foods to look forward to, and uh, more fat times coming up with all that food. Mickey's turning ninety, people. Woohoo! So I guess uh, this was announced that uh, Disney Parks will be celebrating Mickey's 90 years with the world biggest mouse party. Now, I don't know if this is a formal invitation already because I haven't got one in the mail. So is this the invitation I'm getting? Yeah, I don't. it doesn't sound like it's going to be as big of a party as what we would like to think it's going to be a party. I mean, you know, when we think of parties, we think of, you know, things that they used to do for APs. <laughs> So basically, for our parties. Yeah, basically just says the Disney Parks will kick off the world biggest mouse party later this year in honor of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about Pete? Yeah, Pete what, always getting left what out. What about Pete? And it says with special festivities held at each resort around the world, the party is so big it's happening all the way until 2019. Well, I guess it's because Mickey's birthday is so late in the year. Is that know? is that 18 months? This is it going to go 18 months, oh, 16-month thing? Yes. I don't know. Oh, right. So it's because it's starting at the end of the year, so it's going to go all the way through 2020. There you go. So it says Disney Parks will also mark Mickey's birthday November 18th in honor of the release of his first theatrical film, Steamboat Willie, on November 18th, 1928, with commemorative merchandise, treats, photo locations, and more. All right, so it also says that Disney will keep the party going with a star-studded celebration on ABC dedicated to Mickey Mouse, an extended-length birthday ex- episode of Disney Channel's Mickey Mouse animation shorts and dozen of new books, arts and crafts, and comics 
from Disney Publishing as part of Mickey's 90th birthday celebration. A new show, Disney on Ice, presents Mickey's special celebration, will also begin touring throughout the Asian Pacific region this July. So I guess we need to um, sail over there to the Asian Pacific to check out the show. Come sail away. There you go. All right, so let's top it off. Legendary Disney animator Mark Henn will paint Mickey Mouse's official 90th portrait, which will debut on the cover of Disney D23 in the fall. Do you think they'll put it on the button, the happy birthday button that comes out every year? Probably. Do you think this show is going to be any good? Like, it will be be worth going to the Asian parks for? This is the Disney on ice. Right, will it be worth it? I, I don't I mean, know. If I wanted to spend like $10,000 to go over there, do you think I'd be disappointed? I think I would just wait till it comes over here on Christmas. So oh, that's Did it say sense. that's where it was going to be? It says it, the, the Disney on Ice is touring throughout Asia Pacific region oh, this July. You know, usually we get the Disney on Ice in November through January. So, so I, it's, I'm sure it's going to be here. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, D23 will also host D Destination D, celebrating Mickey Mouse at Walt Disney World Resort this November for two days of panels. Presentation and entertainment. So, yeah, this is going on. Coming up soon for uh, his birthday. And um, I don't know. I guess right now we're just going to get treats and photo ops coming to the parks or something. We don't know what's going on. But um, besides all this I just told you about, I guess we'll just have to see what else is going to be included when uh, it hits the parks. How about free cake? I mean, by then, Pixar and all that junk will be over. So, yeah. I'm guessing that they're probably not going to start any of this stuff until, I don't know. Uh, September, when Pixar stuff is over. That's September. what I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, are they going to start that and then have that going on simultaneously with uh, with the uh, Halloween? I mean, because it's all starting. It's not just at the parks and stuff. I mean, obviously, the only thing that really specifies for the parks is the uh, stuff on November 18th. Right. All right, so just real quick, it was so really cool. So really cool. What the hell is that? It was so cool that they released a video this past week with a drone flyover. Yes, I saw that. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, and wow, I thought it was really cool. The scale. That's what it does. You don't get nothing of scale from from anywhere, even, even from the parking structure. And looking, you don't you don't get the scale of how big this is going to be path, until like you how big the paths are, or and even stuff how like much that. stuff is behind backstage because you yeah. see the big giant buildings, but then on the side of the buildings you see the big spires and rock formations, which means you know you know all the buildings are behind the scenes, but then you see all the stuff that's going on in the actual and the construction and well, just how big a space are you going to physically be able to be inside of is what right. I, is what I got an impression of. Right, because you never knew. Cool. You knew the whole thing was fourteen acres, but you never really got the idea of how much of that was yours. Right, how much words. of that can you physically move around in? But and now it's, it's you, probably like half, not counting the restaurants and stores. Right. I so I thought it was really cool. If you guys haven't seen that, you should go check that out. I don't know. Did you post that to a page? I uh, probably not. Okay, I will. But it's really cool. So that was. Uh, Neat. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, this past Monday, not this week, but the week before, the series finale of Rebels aired. 
many, many surprises, many, many shocks, many, many tears. You cried? What? You cried. There was one little part that was, uh, I got something in my eye. Like that you actually had to wipe your... Yeah, because there was something in my eye. What was it? I don't know. A lightsaber? Probably some dust or like a lightsaber. <laughs> That's a big thing in your eye. Wow. Ouch. But uh, you, yes, it was... Did uh, this, Diggs? No? Okay. Well, he's crying right now, so I'm just curious. <laughs> Maybe he got a little emotional at the moment. No, I have no intention of talking about it because I know you guys don't watch Rebels. I'm actually holding off until Dan, the man, or Dan, the new mailman, is yes. on the podcast next because Dan, I know Dan, Dan watches it. Dan, Dan, the So uh, next time Dan's on the podcast, uh, we will probably talk about Rebels a little bit. But how until many seasons then, are there? Uh, four. Four and seasons. How many episodes per season? Whatever, 20-something. Oh, between lot. 10 and... Between 13 and 20-something. I always want something to be like 8 to 10 episodes when I start to watch it, well, but then, then when I'm halfway through, I wish it was way more. Oh. I might I might potentially binge it. I don't know. We'll you see. should. It's, you should. It's really good. So, uh, goodbye to Rebels, and hopefully the next thing will be amazing and awesome and whatever that will be from the master himself, Dave Filoni. Not to be confused with Bologna. No, not oh, to be okay. confused with Friedrichsen Bologna. Now, we hadn't heard anything about any kind of uh, merchandising for Solo, but we did get the announcement last week that there is going to be some merchandising going on. Now, real quick, real quick, before you say that, we uh, always had the uh, Force Fridays. Are we going to have a Solo Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. We now, should. you know, there's at this point, there has been no announcement of any Force Friday or Solo Saturday, so which is really weird. Because even for uh, you know uh, Rogue, we had Rogue Friday, right? So we haven't got any announcement of that yet, but we did get the announcement of Solo for promotional. We'll be joining with General Mills, Nissan, Solo Cup, to the surprise <laughs> of nobody. <laughs> That's funny. And to the surprise of everybody, insurance and Symantec. Because nothing says Solo like car insurance and computer viruses. Interesting. But the most important one of all, besides maybe General Mills, because that means lots of cereal boxes, right. is Denny's. Ooh. Now, for anybody that has experienced some of Denny's previous uh, merchandising promotions that they've done, such as The Hobbit. Voltron. They did Voltron? Yeah. Oh, I got cool. The, they got a Voltron cup. I right have, on. I got one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But the last one I remember that they had that was a really good one was The Hobbit. They had, where they had like oh, all kinds of tool, tool stuff and they had all kinds the of like meals. A, the meals, right. a lot of Hobbit yes. related meals and stuff. I remember that. That were really cool. So, uh, Millennium Falcon pancakes or Millennium Falcon <laughs> waffle. Waffle. If, if <laughs> there's no Millennium Falcon pancake or waffle, they have failed as a company <laughs> to, to take advantage of this marketing. So the uh, there's so much stuff that they could do over at Denny's, and I look forward to it. And Denny's tweeted out themselves. For those asking, it will be starting April 3rd. Ooh. Not a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Now, I was just at Denny's the other day, and I had the Dulce de Leche pancakes. They are yummy. Got to try them. And they actually come with a little um, caramel sauce. So you can put it on the pancake. I, I just let you know. I I just dipped it my pancake in there. Just had a little bit. I didn't you know go overboard. And um, yeah, pretty cool. So you should try the 
Who said the leche pancakes while supplies last? I don't know. Are they like crispy? Yes. They have um, a crunchy top on on it. Hmm. Mm. So it's not like you'd normally eat pancakes. There's something totally different. Yes, right. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, it's going to have to be high up there to to beat uh, that that little bite of... uh, Cracker Barrel pancake that I had that one that right, last time. Right. So no, I, mean, I, I I suggest you guys try these because they're really good. Yeah, we'll, we'll then, see if I can get over there before Solo starts. There but you go. I'm definitely gonna want to get over there for that. Now we got a uh, out of the blue and out of nowhere, we got the announcement that Infinity War will be moving up a week to really? April 27th. Now, um, a lot of people think that it has to do with maybe giving. Solo more time, or I don't know what else comes out in May. There's might be something else coming out in May. Does uh, is it uh, is Deadpool two coming out in May or something? So there's several different reasons I'm sure that they could be doing this, but they moved up a week from whatever it was May seventh or eighth to April twenty seventh. No, it was May second, I think, or whatever it was it used to be. So, yes, Infinity War will now be coming out on April 27th. So, That's a week. Per, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, one whole week further. Yeah, so April 27th. Hey, so you know what? You know what's not coming out April 27th? What? Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, it's I thought that was Christmas. That's Christmas. It is Christmas. Oh, okay. It has been. But we got a trailer for it, finally. Seen it. Okay. <laughs> Well, it was we did, great. I'll watch it again. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, nobody's going to watch it. And there's not really much to hear. There is some nice music and stuff. Uh, there is some dialogue at the end, but we'll just check that out real quick. It's there was actually two trailers released. This is my. It tells you something. This is my second favorite of the two. Why are you playing the second favorite? But why are you not playing your favorite? Why would I not save this best for last? Oh, you're playing both. Well, yeah, I'm obviously oh, playing both. Gotcha. wonderful to see you. Yes, it is, isn't it? It's a good thing that that's a uh, video, because until the end, you couldn't tell what was going on just from audio. Right. The uh, You get a few shots of kites and Mary Poppins imagery and the kids 
with pirates and you get a shot of uh what's his name puerto rican bert <laughs> lin manuel miranda as uh what's his character's name i keep forgetting uh i forgot in the okay. movie they basically say that he's the he's the apprentice of bert at one from, time he was from, the apprentice yeah, of bert maybe yes. not from the original movie but during their childhood during the times of the original movie he was Bert's apprentice, and he remembers looking up at the girl in the window and stuff. Uh, but you get a shot of them, and then, of course, you get to... I don't know if that's Jane and Michael at the end, or if that's Jane and her husband, or it might be Michael and her... Or if it's maybe Jane and Michael. I mean, that'd it's be, Jane and Michael. Is It's weird that they're in the same house, but I don't know what the what their living situation is. They are I'll British. Just, I'll just say this. The premise of this movie is essentially the very same premise of the original movie. Right, except Me, for it's their kids that need help. Right, but he they need help because mom has anyone, anyone. Why did they need a nanny? What was wrong with the mom? Because she was too busy doing voting things. In oh, the first one? Yeah. She was in a band. <laughs> Wasn't she dead? What? I thought she was dead. No. no. Oh, well. That so. was her Miss Sifr- uh, Sister Suffragette. Oh. The song that gets sung by oh. Glennis Johns played the mother. Okay. She has a time. whole song at the beginning of the movie. I saw the play. Thank you, Tim. Spoiler alert. So anyway, so yeah, so that's going to be, that looks pretty good. Can't wait to see that. We'll definitely, uh, once we get a second trailer, it'll be a lot better to see what's going on with that. And uh, looking forward to that one. Now, what's going to come out before that, on August 3rd, we also got a trailer for... Is it Jedi Guy? Yeah, let's just say, hello there. We've called an emergency meeting this weekend. I promised my wife and daughter I'd take them away this weekend, sir. We need to cut 20%. You were promised these people good jobs. And I thought you'd do anything for this company. Well, have a good time. see why you say it's your second favorite your first favorite now yeah that one gets stuff in my eye a lightsaber <laughs> yeah of course that is christopher robin which will be coming out on august 3rd that is uh basically it's hook oh really with, well i mean he's adult christopher robin is not an adult he has clearly left the hundred acre wood behind and he's obviously having some sort of midlife issue oh. and Pooh appears probably to help him out and i mean it's not exactly hook i mean it's it's the similar thing where the boy has now grown up and he you know he's left it all behind and uh somehow or another uh christopher robin will get pulled back into the hundred acre wood i assume because i don't think it's going to be all of them coming into 
the real world. <coughs> I would assume that he goes to 100 Acre Wood at some point. So, of course, that is uh, the only returning voice in of that has previous, as far as I know, is Jim Cumming as uh, Pooh. And, of course, uh, naturally, that is Ewan McGregor, who is playing the elder Christopher Robin. How's he supposed to do that in Via Jedi? Well, this movie's done. Oh. Or at least mostly done. He has plenty of time to go be Obi-Wan Kenobi, if he wishes. So, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. There was uh, several casting announcements also that came along with it. I actually don't have those in front of me. I know one off the top of my head was no, I don't. I know one of the guys that's one of that's in the uh, one of the guys I think uh, that's in uh, Ducktales is the voice of somebody Peter Capaldi, who was the twelfth uh, Doctor Who, is going to be the voice of is the voice of Rabbit. I know that one off the top of my head. Christopher Robin's boss is actually played by Mark Gaddis. Who was a, was a uh, writer on Doctor Who and also was one of the creators of Sherlock. Cool. And he played Mycroft Holmes on Sherlock. I'll have to look up those other castings and I can talk about them next week. <laughs> I went to see Wrinkle in Time. I, I was excited to see it. Uh, we had talked about it a couple weeks ago. I had to like basically force Elizabeth to go with me. She did. She had no interest, uh, and she was right. I should have listened to her because it was pretty awful. Uh, it was hard to follow. The story didn't line up much um you know it's a lot of people's favorite book growing up and stuff and and I, th- I heard a lot of them were disappointed it got really bad reviews across the board from what i understand i think maybe about one or two out of 30 comments on a post that i saw were positive uh, a lot of people were like well i can't really complain i saw it with movie pass uh, we didn't buy any. We didn't buy any treats, so we were not really out anything except our two hours. Uh, I mean, it was worth watching. I guess the the costumes were incredible. The makeup, the hair, all that stuff was really good. Uh, it was it was visually pleasurable to watch, but it just didn't make it just didn't make sense. And in that way, it was bad. But if you have Movie Pass, I encourage you to check it out since it won't cost you anything. Sorry for your fem- female director that you like. Um, the directed Selma, I think she directed this also. Yes. I apologize. She probably was working the best she could. With I had no material. real opinion. I was just wanting to, I just wanted her to succeed so that way she could get a Marvel she could movie. Go, well, other th- any other things. Yeah. I mean, I was rooting for her. But Plus, it was important for it to succeed so that way it would give other people the opportunities as well. Yeah. But it, just, it was did something important because besides the fact, other than the fact that it didn't do very well, it did good enough to be second place. For the week. For the week, which with Black Panther first place for the week, first time ever in box office history, two movies on number one and two in the box office directed by black directors. Right on. So that's a huge accomplishment, despite the any shortcomings or failings that wrinkle in time may have had the important part is is that it was part of that important history that hopefully leads to many more like that yeah i mean i'm sure she was working the best she could with the material disney probably gave her a script and said here you go isn't that how it works sometimes yeah 
I mean, if she had anything to do with writing or choosing the material in the movie or, you know, what she had to work with, then I, then I take that back. Because there's a, there's a lot of stuff that they could have done to... I felt like they needed to establish a why. You know what it was missing? It was missing the magical element being explained. Does that make sense? It was just like, okay, the dad created this technology. It's not magic. It's just technology. And now the daughter somehow is going to have the power to go find him in the universe. But it wasn't explained what was magical, why. At least in Tomorrowland, it was it was explained what the special thing was. You know, that this was a special place and all the scientists from time had been able to go there to, you know, and it was explained why this was happening. Um, I hope it, I hope Tomorrowland overall does better than this one, but you never know. That's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. Cool. All right. So we have an announcement about the Bats Day events. Uh, unfortunately, they have canceled the Bats Day Black Market and the Bats Day Dark Park. It says here is that it is with great sadness and regret we announce the cancellation of the 2018 Bats Day Black Market and Bats Day Dark Park due to unseen circumstances. This year's Bats Day Black Market and Bats Day will not be happening, or the Bats Day Dark Park will not be happening. Now, that's the marketplace that we talked about where they, you know, you have different vendors go and they sell their goods. And the Bats Day Dark Park is the actual, like, the concert that they have on the on that Saturday. So not to be confused with the Bats Day Fun in the Park. That's still going on on the Sunday. But these two other events are canceled. So if you guys are listening and you guys purchased your tickets for that, they are working on giving refunds to vendors and all that right now. So that's a bummer that this has to happen. Um, not sure what happened. I think they couldn't find the place to have it. Something going on with that. I'm really not sure about that, but... Those two events have been canceled, but the on May 6th, Bats Day in the Fun Park is still happening at Disneyland, so you can still look forward to that. Hey, guess what, Anthony? I don't know if you heard this or not, but um, President Trump is in California, and um, of course, the day he comes, the walls on Main Street went down. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the walls on Main Street are down, getting ready for this weekend, which kicks off the return of the fireworks. Yeah. That's a Trump. The Trump brought the fireworks. Trump brought the fireworks. There you go. Actually, no, Trump brought the walls down. So, yeah, the fireworks were going to be happening on Friday. Now, I saw it Thursday, and I've been saying Thursday for a while now, but then all of a sudden it's off the schedule on Thursday and says Friday. So, no matter what, we'll be seeing fireworks this weekend if it doesn't rain. So, depending on the weather situation and all that, We'll have the return of fireworks on the weekend. And, of course, the walls are down and the Main Street vehicles will return on Friday. So that's a good thing. I know everyone will be excited for that because, you know, having walls up means that the half the park is closed. Of course. All right. We did mention that um, Splash Mountain will be reopening on April 14th. And we still don't have a date for Dumbo. April 16th through the 19th, uh, Matterhorn will be going through a little refurb. So don't be uh, surprised when you go and it's closed because um, it's only for a few days. Nothing to go crazy about that. 
And on April 23rd, Pirates of the Caribbean will go through its refurb to change the wench into a pirate and other issues that it will go through as no more refurb. And um, I think that's it for that. I know that the Cove Bar, whatever is supposed to be opening, reopening for a little bit, is that this month or next month? I don't know. Don't care. I read that it was reopening as the Lamp Lounge. Well, it doesn't matter what's reopening now. I'm just saying it's going to reopen for spring what are break. The dates? Basically until May, yeah. Yeah, so it's coming up soon. If it's not this weekend, it's coming up pretty soon. So What I think is that they they finished the refurb for the most part. So they're opening it for the popular season, and then they're going to close it for about three weeks to put up all the signage and stuff, and then have it open on June 14th with Pixar Pier. 23rd. Or Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. About three weeks later. So yeah, all that that's what's going on with refurbs. That's all we know for now. And don't forget that Extravaganza will start on Friday. Go search for some Easter eggs. And you can do that at Disneyland Park, California Adventure Park, and downtown Disney. <clears throat> you can go get your maps for what was it, five ninety nine, get your egg, and then you can go search around and look for eggs throughout the resort, and that's pretty cool. Now the pri- did the price go up by a dollar? It used to be five bucks plus tax, right? Now it's six plus tax. I guess. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to that. When it's ten dollars then I would I would know for a fact it went up, but other than that, six bucks. I don't care. It's fun. I'll go do it and have some fun doing that and trying to find some Easter eggs. But yeah, Extravaganza starts on Friday. So hurry up and get over there and get your maps because they will sell out like they always do. Is it time for the mail? It's time for the mail. It's time for the mail. So what's the deal with the mail? Hmm. All right. So our first email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Yay, she's back. She says, hey, guys, sorry I skipped out on you last week. We skipped out on you, too. It's okay. I'm alive. Congrats, Dan. Proud to have battled you to the death. Whoa. Which one died? He says, I read about extravaganza. Can't wait. This is silly that they are only doing it for a short time, but I plan on getting a few to collect. Hoping to get to Disneyland this Sunday. This was actually last week's email, so she probably already went. I'm craving some pork belly skewers. I wonder if that new Adventureland place will let us rub elbows, quote unquote, with some alcohol. What are y'all thinking? No, I don't think they're going to be doing that. No. Not likely. On another note, I am so sick of Pixar already and and it hasn't even gotten here yet. I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. Nope. I think Pixar is great, awesome, really amazing, and brought us unforgettable movies, but to name the whole freaking pier after it, dumb to celebrate, dumb. To celebrate all summer, dumb. To make a, make a parade for it, triple dumb. Okay, now wait a minute. The parade's been there. How, how are they making a, a parade for Pixar? Well, they're bringing it back. Well, they never said it was going to leave forever. No, they didn't. But I'm going to disagree with you. I love this idea. I love the fact that Pixar Pier is coming. I don't know what's so dumb about it. I just, I mean, it's the the pier is just there. It, it had the theme of a Victorian or whatever, and it was just, it's just a, a beach. What do you call it? Um, it was a boardwalk. Theme. Boardwalk. They've theme. been talking about changing well, the, the theme of the pier for ten years. Well, the boardwalk theme, first of all, went with California, which was the park was called California. 
is called California Adventure, and at one time, everything in was themed, was themed California. California until they added Bugs Land, and then immediately it wasn't California anymore. But slowly and slowly, it's been going away from that. My problem is that I do I have said since they first announced it that I thought the whole the the resort wide Pixar Fest was dumb. That if they're going to have it in one park or the other, have it in DCA, that's fine, but you don't need to have it in Disneyland. I am looking forward to seeing the fireworks, but I mean, to me, it's too much. We already get a lot of Pixar with other things. To me, we don't need this much Pixar. My other thing is that if they're going to commit to it, then they need to commit all the way, and then they need to commit to just changing all of California Adventure to being something else rather than having... Because now you're going to have Pixar Pier, but then you're still going to have Bugs Land over kind of not connected. And you got Cars Land that's not connected. So, I mean, they would need to actually have Pixar Pier go all the way into the, uh, where the Pacific Wharf instead of the wharf. You would need to have Pixar connect. Because right now you got Bugs Land and Cars Land, which are kind of connected. Which are connected. But then you got... You're going to have Pixar Pier, and then you're going to have not, none of those are connected because you got the wharf in the middle not connecting those things. So you should have went all out because you could have, you know what you could have done? You could have included Pacific Wharf, and all of Pacific Wharf could have been rethemed for Nemo. Nemo or, or uh, you know, Finding Dory or any of that stuff or yeah. something Pixar. Like, I, I just... My whole thing is that the they're not... The theme should carry through, but the, it doesn't. The theme should carry through. It's the same problem that I've been we've been talking about all this time about Marvel. If they decided to put Marvel land in the Hollywood backlot area, how you would have the Hyperion separating things. It's the same thing in my... And it's the same thing. I don't like the, the, uh, the non-committal part of it where they're not committing to just turning the whole park into... Uh, into uh, Basically, the whole park should end up basically at one point is going to become Marvel and Pixar. Well, and then they've got the whole hotel issue, which I've talked about too. The Paradise Pier Hotel, right, was, was changed from Pacific Hotel to match the theme of the boardwalk, right? right. And if they're not going to go the full nine and just change the Pacific Pier Hotel into the into the Pixar Pier Hotel or the Pixar Hotel, then it's like I don't know. It's just the non-committal and the half-assness of the whole thing is just the only thing that is the problem that I have. It's true. All right, she says, I've been waiting to say this since I heard it. <laughs> I heard about it. My question this week is, when and what do you think the next Disneyland After Dark will be? I check all the time to see if there's any hints or articles. I'm dying to know. Oh, she means the special event she went yeah. to. Yes. You never know with these things. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. Um, it depends on how often they plan on doing them. I mean, is it going to be a quarterly thing? Is it going to be a buy? annual thing did they make hey, it don't sound... ask don't tell right is did it going to be money to do it again at all i know exactly is it going to be one of those things where they make it sound like it was going to be a regular thing but then it's not so it's really who knows all right she says p.s not feeling well at disneyland did you know you can get medicine from behind the counter at any store <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> she doesn't say that she no does. she does say that but oh, okay. she says i'm kidding because right? it's like four times been in it yeah. that's why she said i'm kidding that was funny. All right. Thank you, Giselle, the Gazelle, for your email. Appreciate that. That was funny. You got Tim on that. Yeah, she got me. I was like, are you serious? All right. Our next email is from Dan the Mailman. 
Dan Dan, the new mailman. All right. He says, uh, hey, Los Mouse Potters. I don't even know. I don't even know, spider, you know I don't even know how to say that in Spanish. Yeah, mouse spiders in Spanish, whatever. Orale. Orale. Um, mouse spiderinos, I think. He says, Dan, the real G nomad here. Whoa. Hi, Michael. <laughs> All right. Finally made it to the parks this week. Thought it would be, thought it would rain, but stayed dry. Actually drove out of the rain. Took advantage of the DCA closing at 11 instead of 10 to get on Radio Springs Racers, then made it over to Disneyland to close down the park. At that time, like I said, this was from last week, because I still got some walls up, and there are some Main Street vehicles out for some pictures opportunities. Did you see that? They're parked. Yeah. I heard about it. Okay, yeah, I, I saw uh, Winky took a picture in the in the train, or what do you call it? The yeah, I, I heard about that. I think they've been doing it for like the last two weeks or something yeah. like that. That's cool, though, that they're putting them out for something, yeah. right? Yeah. They might as well use them. Well, it's like what they did with the trains. Yeah. Similar, yeah. Except for those are cooler. I missed I missed the train being parked there in New Orleans, man, where you could go behind it and stuff. It was like the most quiet. Since they took away the Court of Angels, it was the most quiet, nice little place to, like, just get away in the park. Uh, those don't exist in as many locations nowadays. But that area by uh, Fantasy Fair and uh, going into a Frontierland. That's a nice little area, yeah. yeah. That's a nice little one. The the areas that are the soon-to-be entrances to Star Wars Land, to Galaxy's oh, Edge, yeah. those are nice little cuts now. You can go and just and chill. Another, another one is uh, over there at the Troubadour Tavern, Mickey's Magical Map, when the shows are over. Mm-hmm. Let's go over there and kick it. That's what I did when I went on Saturday. Just kicked it there. and just... In the... You know, the the snack bar they have, the Troubadour Tavern. Oh, uh, okay. And then they have the seats right there. Yeah. When, when the show's over, no one's there, so just go up there and just chill. That's, they need more little places you can step away. Yeah. But they've been taking, you know, and they've been making them special little by little. But All right, so he says, caught the end of Rebels, which, spoilers, seems to wrap up both Rebels and Clone Wars quite nicely. Yes, as I said, I want to talk further about you with that, or not about you. Well, I'll talk about you too, but no, we want to talk, I want to talk further with you about Rebels when you're on the podcast next, if that's okay with you, Dan. He says, are there more Jedi out there after the Battle of Endor? Perhaps we will see on the Disney streaming network. Yes, hopefully. All right, question. Have you seen what the eggs will look like this year for the extravaganza? When are you headed out to do a little hunting? What's your best advice for the egg hunters? I will answer that in a minute. Let me get to the rest of this. I will be out of town next week touring colleges. All right, he's going to college. Good choice, Dan. We're proud of you. He says, still looking to try to get that email in as the defending heavyweight email champion. Hope to see you soon, Dan out. All right, uh, I've seen someone post a picture of the eggs from Florida. So I don't know if we get the same ones they get. Probably. But I don't, I don't know what they look like. I haven't seen anything about that yet. I I, I kind of want to go do hunting when it starts on Friday. So I was thinking about that. So maybe on Friday I will go and do some hunting on for the eggs. We'll see what the weather's like. I'm not trying to be out in the rain anymore in Disneyland. If it's pouring rain, I'm not going to go. If it's drizzling, I, I would go. What's your best advice for the egg hunters? Go as soon as possible before people start spoiling all the egg locations. Yes. Uh, if you want to go and just be surprised to find the eggs on your own, 
Don't look at social medias. Don't go on Instagram or anything. People just want to point out where the damn eggs are. Yeah, treat, treat it like as if you're not going to be able to watch wrestling right away. Right, that's a good idea. Or if you are trying to, or if you're like Tim and it's been a month and you still haven't watched the freaking Oscars. <laughs> so treat it like that, where you you stay off social media because especially especially Instagram, there is so many people on Instagram that post pictures of where the eggs are. Oh, look it. Here's the egg. It's here. And another thing, too, is um, if you're doing, this is not for Dan. This is for everybody. If you're doing the egg hunt, you know, and you're trying to be surprised so you don't have, you know, you don't want spoilers, don't spoil it for other people. Don't go into the store where it's at and point, oh, there it is. It's in a store? Because people do that all the time, which really pisses me off. And this is what I actually do. I will, like, okay, one one year it's in the mercantile. There's one in there. So I look, you know, at the thing. It says in the mercantile or whatever. So I go over there. If I see anybody else going in there with maps, I wait outside and I wait for them to come out. So then I can pop in there real quick, look for the egg, and then leave. Any store or any area the egg is in, I will look at those people with their maps looking for that egg in that area, and I will wait, and then I will go in there myself and look for the egg because, you know, I want to be surprised. I want to find it on my own. I don't need people some stupid little kid oh there it is right there you know ruin it for me so that's what i do and uh yeah try not to ruin it for people go into the store go into an area wherever the egg is look around and say oh there it is and then put your sticker on your map and then move along you don't have to point it out to everybody who's around you all right dan thank you for your email appreciate that dan the mailman and that's it for emails that's it that's it oh man oh man we were failed by the others well they're your friends. That's all right. Anyway, you guys and have... they had two weeks to email in. Two weeks. Well, yeah, you know they don't do that. They do it like the day of. Well, then what was the problem today? Well, who knows? Okay. If you guys don't want to be like Tim's friends, all you have to do is email us. If you have any questions, comments, or tips, send an email. Mousepire at gmail dot com. And uh, you don't have to send a tip about medicine behind the counter. No, because we all know by now. But did you know? That if you're not feeling well at the parks, you can buy medicine at any location. Did you also know that you can go to first aid and get it for free? You could. <laughs> oh, yes. wait. That was also said. But then you got to give them your name. And if you're getting a lot of medicine, I mean, it could look weird. But that's why there's two first aids. You go and watch. Wow. You wait for a shift change, and then you go back. That's a long How much walk. Tylenol do you need, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's a long way if there's a parade going on, but. It's true. All right, don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash mousepire. Help support the podcast. Any amount will help us greatly. And you can also head over to YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. Search Mousepire Podcast. There you'll find our episodes when Tim the Tech can get a chance to post them. He actually posted a video of showing how he makes the how he uh, posts the videos on YouTube, actually how he edits the videos and does a little production on there and edits all that and adds the little graphics and animations. So you can check that out on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Mouse Power Podcast, subscribe and listen to our podcast there. I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. Well, Tim's been really busy. He thought, I am a busy guy. No, Tim the Tech's been busy. He actually had calls that he had to be at work at 4 a.m. That's crazy. Crazy good. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? 
Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. We appreciate you taking your time to listen to us three guys talk about nothing. No, wait, we're not Seinfeld. Wait a minute. No, we talk about food. Today was a big uh, show about food and Pixar and all that kind of stuff. You know, Giselle was getting sick of it. But yeah, hey, Pixar Fest is coming. Starts in. Um, yeah, I'm sure she's going to love this episode, right? Yeah, she's going to love this one. She's going to make her. Uh, she's going to want to listen to it over and over and over again. But yeah, Pixar Fest will be starting on, uh, what was it again? April something? Yes, 13th. 13th. I forget things. Friday the 13th. Oh, yes. Friday the 13th. Pixar Fest starts, and we'll have um, the new Pixar Forever Together Forever. You're Breaking My Heart, Firework Show, or whatever that song's called. But yeah, that'll be coming on that day, too. It looks pretty good. I'm excited. I can't wait to see that. And, of course, we're going to have the Pixar play parade over at Disneyland and um, paint the night will start over at California adventure. And I believe the first showing will be at eight thirty, So you can uh, plan your schedule out with that. Keep it in mind that the remember is coming back starting Friday, this potentially either Thursday or Friday. We're getting conflicting information, but it depends on the weather too. So if it's going to be raining all weekend, then we're not going to have fireworks because due to, oh, yeah, due to higher, what was it called? Upstairs? Wet. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're hearing that it was moved to Friday, because they know the forecast is... It's also supposed to rain Friday, though, so who knows? Well, it's supposed to rain all week. But right. you know what? It doesn't matter, because Friday, the fireworks come back officially, and if they're canceled, they're canceled, but we'll be having fireworks for the rest of the weeks to come if uh, we have some good weather, and the upstairs is doing pretty good. Yeah, just FYI on Yahoo, whether it actually shows a 50% chance of rain in Anaheim on Thursday... And partly cloudy on Friday. So who knows? Weather people don't know what they're talking about half the time. So and that's Anthony Fox on your for your weather forecast. Exactly. <laughs> right. All right. So yeah, a lot of stuff coming up with our Pixar with food and merchandise and entertainment. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be pretty cool. And uh yeah, go look for your eggs this weekend. I can't wait for that. And try not to spoil it for people. Just go look for your egg, put your sticker and head on to the next spot. As soon as you find all your eggs, make sure you post them and tag Tim. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be looking for them. I might buy the thing just to get the little egg. But... Well, you're one of those people. You would yes. buy it and then just get the egg and you wouldn't even do do the work? Well, the hunt is, you know, it's only fun if you have a group of people or something. If you're just there, like, I don't know. That's just me. I like having the souvenir items. So but... you're just... You're just... What you're saying is you have no one to hang out with to do the hunt with. Well, I do. I have a girlfriend, but... Doesn't mean she wants to be with you all the time. It's, well, <laughs> you know. We so got... make sure you guys get over there for those fireworks. And also, don't forget the uh, Food and Wine Festival is continuing. Yummy. Through whenever... April 12th. April 12th. I remember that one before Friday Right, because it's day, it will end the day before. Also, uh, yeah, also April 12th, that will be ending. So, yeah, we got that going on. And then... Uh, we got eggs, fireworks, food, all kinds of stuff going on. The uh, the little the little short off season is basically over. We are moving into the uh, busy season again for Disneyland, and right. uh, 
crowds will start to go up and whatnot and uh you know weather permitting and all that so just be prepared for all of that and uh dispense with the complaining we know you will anyways but it doesn't mean we have to like it giselle just kidding <laughs> All right, don't forget to join us on April 8th for uh, Awareness for Autism at Disneyland. If you want more information on that, head over to One Big Disney Family Entertainment Facebook page and get all the information there. And I will be posting a link for that. That's Awareness for Autism on April 8th. If you guys haven't already, make sure you guys get all over on the social medias and check out that Galaxy's Edge flyover. It is one of the coolest things you'll ever see. And it'll get you pumped up for that opening next year. True. If you guys go over to check that on social medias, uh, then it is not there. Make sure you message Diggs and tell him that he has failed in his job to get that posted and that you're going to have to go look for it. So, and of course, the social medias are we are on Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Twitters and Instagram. I am at Dubacks for Life on Twitter. Check me out there. I posted the Galaxy's Edge flyover. If you want to sift through all my garbage. I think if you want to reach me, you should message Anthony and then he'll have to message me and then I'll, I'll get like double. Which means attention. you probably wouldn't hear about it until the next day because he takes forever to answer exactly. messages. That's not necessarily You still never answered me when you, whether you had left your, your house or not. Well, I was driving. Am I supposed to text and drive? You were driving for over an hour? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Siri, text him. It does that? You're stupid. Let's see if this works. Your message to Tim says, you're stupid. Ready to send it? Yes. I'll send it. Now, which, uh, you sure? I got what? a text just now that says, you're stupid. <laughs> so if you want to text him, you can text him at 1-800-422-YOU'RE-DUMB. Yeah, that's me. Or you could check check him out at 1-800-TIM-FRESH-1. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Facebook the Fuzzabook. He's the only fresh. I'm the only fresh one on all of the Fuzzabook. All right, if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow Baloo1313. And uh, you can also follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you'll see your button orders going out. And don't forget to head over to DGPclothing.com. Get your mouse pyre gear. That's D as in Donald. G is in Goofy. P is in Pluto. Clothing.com. And uh, you can get your mouse power gear, get, get your shirts and your hoodies. Don't forget to check out our podcast on YouTube. Head over there, search Mouse Power Podcast, and head over to patreon.com slash mousepower. Help support the podcast. Hashtag buttons, not pins. Well, there's that too. Until next time, remember, with great extravaganza comes great responsibility. So for Cogsworth, Governor Ratcliffe, and Major Charles Winchester III, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. That's not how the force works. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. I will bleep you. Would he let me pet him if you were holding him? Like, uh, Whoa. Oh, my. <laughs>